Guru Nation, welcome to episode 434 of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, Chris and I actually answer a uh, Instagram user's question on sites, and she specifically wanted to know how she, uh, at her new uh, site, where it's just a, basically a physician private practice, what's the most efficient way for her to get started, to scale, to bring in the right people, like what would I do in this situation? And so Chris and I get into this, we talk about what we actually have done in the past. So we've gone through this a few times, actually at any given time, we're going through it again with one of our sites. And so there's a lot here for the sites and also people thinking of starting sites and also people looking to expand and maybe even something for people looking to get in the industry. You can see where the pain points are and then try to find one of these startup sites and go go ask to be interviewed there. So in either case, hopefully you enjoy this. Let me know uh, it, what you think about it. Text me 949-415-6256. In the show notes, we've got the CRA Academy, CRC Academy. We've got the Patreon channel for only five bucks a month. It's a monthly mastermind group and weekly videos on how to improve your business objectives with social Social media, how to get more opportunities for yourself. Also, if you want to get more sites or more studies for your site, text me 949 415 6256. Thank you. Guru Nation, welcome back to another episode of uh, Random Musings from the Clinical Trails Guru. I'm here at the office. I've got Chris Sauber. Uh, and we are taking care of business. So you, you used to come here, what, once a week on Tuesdays? Yeah. This is like, what, the second time you've been here in six months now? Yeah, and it's the second I've been to the, our other clinic, Global, two days in a row. Interesting. Which is like, it's almost like pre-COVID, guys. Anyways, let's get into clinical research. Okay. Because that's what we're experts on. Yeah, okay. nothing else. So I got a question from someone from Instagram. And arguably not that either, but go ahead. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> barely, barely. He he with one eye in the land of the blind is kink. Basically, the way, we very see, true. the way we see ourselves here. Yeah, so, uh, got a question from someone on Instagram. Everybody follow Dan Sfera, uh, and that's my name there. And then you can DM me questions. So, podcast idea. You can probably make it more succinct than I'm about to. So let's get into that. I don't even know. How to grow a site in a small physician practice and add staff, such as a second coordinator or recruitment specialist, without breaking the bank. Basically, I am the only research employee, and I'm having a hard time doing everything and then recruiting more in order to add more revenue, which would then allow for extra help. What have others done in the past? So we're actually doing this at any given time, all the time. Uh, what have others done in the past? I was thinking part-time per diem coordinator or recruitment specialist, maybe an intern for recruitment, where to look for someone, what to offer. So before any of that, I would not do part-time per diem coordinator. No, I wouldn't either. I'll Re just recruit, preface that with that. Recruitment, yes. So we're literally just talking about this, mm -hmm. not necessarily for any of our sites, but for our site network. Correct. We're, I'm very much in favor of interns so here's, here's what I'm a big fan of, okay? And we're gonna make this for the sites. Mm -hmm. Medical assistants that have potential. Oh yeah. Okay, they, these medical, these MA schools will send you 
for free for free they're externs yep. and they'll happily do it they're actually looking for sites just like you to send their medical assistant externs to you why are medical assistants good they know how to drop blood they know how to do ekgs they know and you can teach them then how to process the labs and get them aida certified you can get them gcp certified and again in my experiences one out of every 10 ma's show really good potential for a coordinator mm-hmm. really good that's the route i would go so you're not paying anything up front yep the externs typically work with you for like uh four to six weeks before the school starts saying hey do you want to hire this person or do you want to get the next uh, student to come your right. way the right. next extern so you can, and you don't you don't have to wait that long though right you don't you're, have to wait that long if yeah. you're having issues with the current ma you can call up the school you know yeah you can tell the school and, hey you know this one's not good um it's not gonna i'm not gonna do four weeks with this one this is more what i'm looking for then they'll send you somebody else and also if it is working well and on your first day and you really like this person you can hire them that day too sure okay so that's the route i would go i would not go part-time per diem i would if you the owner should take the role of everything this is why startup is so difficult the first two years are the most difficult part of a research clinic uh you know entire lifespan is those first two years Mm -hmm. and it's also the most stressful it's the time where you're not getting paid and you're doing all the work and just like you said in your instagram you know you're the one um Basically, I'm the only researcher employee and I'm having our time doing everything and recruiting more in order to add more revenue. So MA is your first bet. Your second bet is what Chris and I were just talking about, getting people to, uh, there's these annoying flies in here. What's going on? I have no idea. They, uh, I haven't been here for a month myself. At least they're not mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those have been the last month. I've been getting bit a lot. So MA's is... I, 100% you should do this. Number two, and you can even have some of the MAs do this, but I suggest finding more salespeople for this, is commission only people getting studies free. And we were just talking about this. So what are you envisioning? Like, even if it's for our site network, they can just apply this concept for the site. Well, weren't they asking about recruitment, not getting studies, or were they asking about both? They're asking about everything. Like, oh. hey, you know, I, you know, I'm in a physician's office, private practice, and I'm doing everything. Like, okay, recruiting patients, recruiting so, studies, getting revenue, being the coordinator, everything. Okay, so yeah, yeah clinicaltrials.gov. That that will be your uh, your intern's uh, friend, best friend. Your intern's friend. Now, would you? Because I have I have had MAs do this in the past. I've gone, I've had some really small clinics and I went crazy with the externs. Mm-hmm. And so I had them send away more externs than we could ever possibly need. Mm-hmm. So I had the other ones going on clinical trials that go sending emails. You feel a little bad because that's not what they're trained to do. That's the only reason why I would suggest finding a biz dev person, but you can always use the externs to do this and, and tell them, Hey, you know, we're going to have you draw blood and all those things too but we need you to do this as well. I mean, that's something that you can do. I think you're gonna be better off finding a true salespeople doing this, commission only, like straight out of college people that are yeah. hungry. I would agree. Uh, I've had that in the past and their life is gonna be clinicaltrials.gov. And then when you land a study, you pay them handsomely. You can pay them for the lead, 
like we were thinking a hundred bucks maybe yep. if you can set up uh, like a phone call or at least getting us the CDA from that sponsor, right? hundred bucks for that. And then if we get the study uh, much more on the back end, you know, yep. maybe 500 to a thousand plus the opportunity if they want to work as a research assistant, yep. they can do that or just continue being a salesperson. This is why the MA thing might actually work because they would want to be the research assistant as well. The good ones would. Sure. Yeah. And so one out of 10 MAs actually is, I think, could be a good coordinator. That's at least a ratio I've seen. Yeah, fair enough. And in terms of recruitment, it depends on how you're set up there, right? Do you have Does this person have access to an EMR? I would assume, yeah, they do, because they're in a private practice. Right. So, you know, recruitment's not that difficult. It's just and a matter of going through and recruitment's honestly a th uh, another thing for the MA to do. The MA can go through the EMRs and say, hey, this patient qualifies. Yep. These are the ones that qualify. Here you go, boss. And then you, the boss, can say, okay, well, you call. Yep. You call. Know, it depends. You got to figure out, is the MA like somebody capable? capable? Yeah. Um, most, I think, in my experience, most have been. Sure. It's just a phone call. Yeah. Um, just call it also helps if they're bilingual. Sometimes patients are Spanish. Sure. Speaking, and you have a MA who's also bilingual. That helps mm -hmm. as well. So you, you, I know what this person's talking about because it's a lot of work. Unfortunately, there's really no way around it. It's even if you use these strategies, you're still the one in charge of making sure it's all working. Yep. I mean, you can have ten MAs and ten biz dev people, but if they, if you're not inspiring them constantly to do it. Maybe they're not looking far enough down the road to see the vision you have. And it's not just a matter of inspiration. you got to train them, too. You're just not going to know how to do it. you got to train them, too, which is a huge uh, another part of this. This is why we have the CRC Academy. Yep. We help people. We train you, and we'll do group discounts for your staff as well. So if you find a potential, like two MAs with potential, we put them in for the price of one. We do two-for-ones all the time for sites. Uh, but inspiration also, because... Here's a mistake I made early on. I thought the game was over for me when I got an MA or a biz dev person to want to uh, work with me. Mm -hmm. Like I thought the game was over then. I assumed everyone is self-starter. Everybody's motivated. You're here, get to work, right? right. And the problem is that enthusiasm kind of goes away after a hundred emails and nobody's responding back to you. Sure. You know, this the BD person going on climatetrolls.gov. Of course. The enthusiasm goes away, and then they don't do anything like rude or anything. They just stop working. And then maybe a month later, I'm like, hey, what's going on? Oh, you know, I'm not I'm not into this. <laughs> so your job is not done. It actually is just beginning when they when they agree sure. to join you. Sure. This is when you you said it, like the training, you got you got to make sure, and then you got to inspire them too. You're going to say, okay, how many emails did you send today? Oh, don't worry about people not responding. Nobody responds. Right. Just keep going because I guarantee you we'll get a study. And then you got to figure out, play with their head. But it's it's not manipulating. It's it's true. Sure. Play with their head. This is what you want. This is what we're going to get if you can do this. Sure. And I'll, I'm here to help too. So it's not going to be easy. It's still not going to be easy for you, but you are going to have... Uh, I guess more man hours or woman hours to spread amongst a team with you being the head still, right? Right, as opposed to you just doing everything. Yeah, well, it's something that's more scalable. 
Yes, but again, you're still going to have to dedicate a lot of time. So, oh, almost nothing changes for the owner. Right. Almost nothing changes. I think it just becomes a little bit more manageable for them. Yep. But the work, you're going to go from working 100 hours a week to still working 100 hours a week. It's just more efficiently. Right. Hopefully, what you're doing. Don't know about 100. That's a lot of hours. But yeah, you're still well, working a lot. Well, when I started South Coast, that's what I was doing. 100? Yeah. Huh. Most I've ever worked about 80. 80 was when we started this one. Mm-hmm. And that was really more you and Reserve. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the, back in the days, yeah, but that didn't last long. Okay. Like a few months. Um, then it became more normal, like 80 and 60. But yeah, if you're starting out, like this is why it's called a startup. This is this is your barrier. This is the barrier of entry. Research is a relatively low barrier of entry. Anybody, any doctor can start a research clinic. Of course. This is your moat. This is your defense because most people don't get to the other side of that two-year window where they've built a team that can scale, right? And that's something Chris and I are working on as well. We've got a lot of people doing biz dev for us now. It used to be just me and him. And before you, it was just me. Yeah. Right? So then it became me and you. Then it became me, you, and other people. Then it just became other people. And now we're finding even more. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what this person has to do also, but it's not going to get easier. If you wanted that as an answer, I'm sorry. You know, but it's not going to get easier, but it can get more efficient and it can get more, uh, I guess, lucrative for you quicker if you do it the right way. And if it's not working, you got to tweak, right? You got to tweak if it's not working. Anything else? Well, yes, very good. Uh, We haven't even got into pay. Oh, we did get into patient recruitment, EMRs. What if you don't have EMRs? Then these same people go out to doctor's offices and do the same thing. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else? You think we covered it all up? Yeah. Um, paying them. If you're paying them um, not hourly, you would pay them like, depending on how you want to set it up, but for screenings and then for randomizations, you, typically, right? You'll pay them a small amount for screening and a larger amount for randomized patient. Oh, for the patient when they're doing the pa- when they're when wearing the patient recruitment hat. Yeah. So see, the same person can be a patient recruiter a clinician recruiter if they go out in the community yeah. and a study recruiter and you can tell them hey you're getting commission off all of these things right and you're an ma so if you're going to draw blood i mean if you're an extern you know it's an unpaid internship but if you hire them you can even pay them to draw blood sure right yeah. so you're getting there just hang in there it's called a startup for a reason there's a reason why 90 I don't know the number. It's always something ridiculous, but more than 90% of businesses go out of business in two years. It's 80. Is it 80? Yeah. Okay. It's better than I thought. Yeah. A little. Not a whole lot, but a little. I think 90 go out of business in five years. That might be true. Something like that. So anyways, thank you very much for watching and listening. Thank you, Chris, for coming on. Absolutely. Uh, Chris is going to join us on the Patreon channel on Tuesday for the September Patreon. Yeah. He's never been on one. It's his life goal My life to be dream. a guest on the Patreon channel, and uh, it'll be interesting. All of us in life sciences for only five bucks a month. It's not bad. It's we hold each deal. other accountable. We network for each other. Very nice. Unreal. So thank you, Chris. Thank you, everybody, for watching, listening. Good luck to you if you're starting this site out. Hang in there, and also. It never gets better because you're always going to want a new site and to expand, at least if you're like us. You're always going to be dealing with this.
Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of going through it once. You have a, like a model now, and but not every clinic's the same, so there will be tweaks to every model. But at least you have like some framework for it. Yep, I couldn't agree more. All right, thank you guys. Thank you everybody. Thank you, Chris. Catch you all later. So hey everybody, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. Again, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you leave a review if you could be so kind, please. Uh, and also go to the clinicaltrialsguru.com if you're interested in learning more about who I am, who some of my guests are. Uh, you can have access to some of my YouTube videos. Uh, I do a lot of videos about clinical research. So go to the clinicaltrialsguru.com and you can also call or text me anytime, 949-415-6256. Also follow me on any social media platform. It's Dan Svera. And you can also... Email me if you'd like, dan at theclinicaltrialsguru.com. Thank you very much.